it's something. Uh, it's, it's shit, but it's definitely something. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be good if we were doing it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, we could, if we could get people who actually knew how to play. <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? Um, speaking of that. Fucking, hey, uh, what's up, Fuko? Uh, not much. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing hey, well. Hey, wait, no, it's you. <laughs> hey, Andrew. How does this pick go again? It's you so you want to know? Uh, you want to know what really coronavirus oh, yeah. is? My cruise. What's that, Josh? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I have to do uh, a whole show without you because you're out of town, and that actually was fairly pleasant. I thoroughly enjoyed doing a show without you here. Um, I that can that was the good part. But having to edit all this shit in the interim because <laughs> you were out of town was actually a huge pain in my ass. Is that actually why you keep me around just to do the edits? Yeah, I mean they're they're not great, but I don't have to do them. Yeah. So you if know. you had Graham as a permanent co-host. Uh, imagine all the work he'd have to do. Yeah, I mean, I, he would do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, he barely get through the door. He barely. Yeah, he barely gets here. <laughs> He's even later than you are, which is saying something. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good to have you back, bud. Hey, thanks. Yeah. It's uh, good to be back. Back in the swing. Did you? Uh, you know, we're back to kind of normal normalcy for a bit. People are asking about the live stream because you know all the balls are in the air, and we had some pre-tape shows. Oh so. My God. Like the Cahill episode, like that was pre-recorded like a like, month ago. Yeah, it was months. So I actually, it's so funny. because <laughs> I've been I, gone for a long time. They don't, re- they don't realize it. it doesn't look like it. But. Yeah, it doesn't look like it on paper. Uh, but that show, it was so funny because I, I remember I was editing out. We had this whole huge segment on the whole RSPBA charity nonsense during that episode when we recorded it. Mm-hmm. But because it came out so, it's like four weeks later. I had to cut that whole bit because I'm just like, this has already been decided. Like nobody cares about this shit anymore. I don't even remember what that was. That's how was something that about was. like people. Yeah, like yeah, you know, some they, charity thing. They they slithered away from it. They're fine. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Well, you cut all that? Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, I cut the whole bit because I'm just like, well, I mean, eh, this this was like right as it was starting, and it's already happened. So you know, I, I don't want to do four episodes on it like big grab. So I figure. <laughs> We'll just move smartly forward yeah, or dumbly see. forward because that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. Also, the other thing I didn't realize about what's so annoying about editing this show is uh, I hate the fucking sound of my own voice. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. This is interesting. Like, Why it, is it's, it just drives me nuts, you know? <laughs> it's like when I'm, when I'm editing the show, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many things that I have to do differently. Is it specifically the sound of your voice or is there something else to it? It's the sound of my voice. Um, I think it's like, like, you know, I can tell when I'm starting to like get ex- get into a bit and I'm like talking really fast and yeah. you know and it's just oh, fuck it was annoying to edit <laughs> dude that's like a hundred episodes for me like yeah. that's why it always comes out late because I like dread listening to it yeah like, I like, don't want to oh hear God. the stupid shit I say oh man but uh so you know it's gonna be interesting you know as a performer as a as a radio say a, a worldwide renowned radio personality <laughs> such as ourselves yep for sure. we must always be striving to improve our craft Absolutely. and uh, sometimes the impetus for that improvement is wanting to kill yourself for how horrible you sound. Right, absolutely. So, now that we've gotten past that, hello everyone, I'm Josh, welcome to the Chan Ram Podcast. If you didn't know, this is an explicit show, so uh, since Fusco's been gone for two weeks, I'm going to let him do the honors. Uh, yeah, if you're, uh, yeah, so I'm going to count down from five, four, three, two, one. Fuck, 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 fuck. 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 I can't believe we're doesn't, still doing this bit. Doesn't it feel good to, uh, now that, I mean, because you, you were gone... Well, I guess we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about the cruise and things later. Uh, listeners can review the show on iTunes. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We'll be catching up on a lot of those today, thank goodness. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Chanarant store at chanarant.com. And this episode, like all episodes, are brought to you by our lovely patrons, those people who pay $5 a month uh, to listen to us babble. <laughs> 
Babble we do. And if you want to become a patron and support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash chainerant. Last but not least, please invite and share with your friends. Fuko, Fuko, Fuko. I think that's me. Uh, I've been drunk for like three weeks. Have you really? Did you <laughs> did you go hard on your travels? I went pretty hard. Um, but you were working too, so you couldn't have... Well, you know, like any good pipe teacher, you show up classes hungover as hell and you just suffer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, no, that's the way the pros and, do it. And when the drinks are like, you know, you buy a package and you're like, you, you feel like you got to get your value, your money's worth. You just fucking go ham. You got the, you got the all you can drink. Package. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we didn't quite kill it. Like we did last year with, is that Keegan. just, is that just like the wristband where you just, you just bloop? That's all it is. And you're just like, like, hit me baby. <laughs> Dude, if I was going to do that package, it was scotches. Like crazy and gin and tonic, like you wouldn't leave. For if me. I if I ran a cruise, I think I would like give you a score at the end. You About know, like if how you, well you drank it, like because they're obviously tracking it, right? So I'd be like, hey, you oh, got the do. you got the all you can drink package. You ordered two hundred and seventy one drinks over the course of this cruise. <laughs> um, here's here's the percentile in which you land versus other passengers who also got this package. That, that would be cool. Actually, like, that would be good to know. I'd want to see the after action report on that. They they give it to you at the end. They. They have a list on your TV screen in your room that lists everything you've run through your wristband, purchases, drinks. Did you did you get it? Food. Did you did you take a look? Oh, I looked at it near the last day. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and this year they actually broke it up by person. Last year they combined Keegan and I. This okay. year they broke it up by. Yeah, because I'm sure I'm sure it was half Keegan totally. Oh, he's a drinker, man. Like he definitely <laughs> put it away, and there's no doubt. But this year, like Carl. Well, no, Carl's a pretty good drinker. He's really hung in there pretty good. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that of a young Carl. I, I was surprised. He he hung in there pretty good. <laughs> and we, yeah, man, I, I fucking every goddamn night. Well, we'll get into uh, we'll get into some more stories from the Love Boat Part Two um, later on in the episode. But first, we got it. I mean, because we had some pre taped shows and things, and we had I had Graham on uh, mm-hmm. last week. Rave reviews. Yeah, I, for Graham, I um, listened to it. I, I mean, I only fell asleep once. Yeah, not bad. It's not bad for us. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I, I was, I thought it was just, fu- I was fucking tickled that Graham decided to bring his wife to my house for a podcast recording on Valentine's Day. I was shocked to hear her in the background. I mean, that's great that she was there. Yeah, I she was good fun too. Expe- she, I, I think she had a good that. time. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get through some emails. Can I review the Graham show at some point? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I, I didn't know if you wanted to do it while he was here or if you wanted. Yeah, to maybe do we it, should like, do it next time he yeah. comes back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could do a review of the Graham show after we get through some emails. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, we'll see if the fans agree with Fusco's review. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is an email from Anonymous. It says, hey, you father fucking cock boys. <laughs> Strong opener. Wow. <laughs> How's it going? I played a grade one band from the UK. I stumbled upon your abortion of a podcast while driving early one morning in November 2019. and was like, okay, these guys get me. I then proceeded to listen to the whole back catalog in order to finally get caught up before episode 100. Holy good Christ, but you two have nearly made me shit myself and put the car over the hedge on far too many occasions. Then occasionally you will talk some sense. I've played in every grade from 4B to grade 1, so I do feel your pain when it comes to keeping a band together, losing drummers, those cunts tend to hunt in packs. (laughs) 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 True. So so if you lose the lead tip, he generally takes the rest with him. I'm delighted to hear the band, who shall not be named, has a core going again and that you are on the up. Keep it up, lads, and keep your foot on their fucking necks. As Josh (laughs) says on one of the ads, pipe band life isn't for everyone. 
That's so true, but for us fucking simpletons who get a kick out of traveling days and hours to play in freezing horizontal rain in front of a couple of dusty old fucks who couldn't play the Green Hills anymore for five to seven minutes and be told we're shit and get on the bus again. That's such a great such description a, of what it such is. Such a succinct description of pipe band life. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Why do we it's do a, this? It's a way of life. I class myself as a workaholic, and the band is my only release from that. I don't think about work shit when I'm piping. It keeps me sane. Anyway, guys, keep it up. Continue to raise hail. Or continue to raise hell. Hail Satan, Big Papa. Nice. We got a new one, Big Papa. That has got to be the most succinct description of competition pipe band I have ever heard. This is, I mean, literally, I mean, I mean, it's so good it warrants reading again. Uh, get a kick out of traveling days and hours to play in freezing horizontal rain in front of a couple of dusty old fucks who couldn't play the Green Hills anymore for five to seven minutes and be told that we're shite and get on the bus again. <laughs> It's so true. And we don't deal with the horizontal rain here, but other than that, it's all Other the same. than that, it's spot on. Yeah, other than that is a, is, that is a spot on description of, I mean, of pipe band the life. The best you can hope for is that you're with your mates. And yeah. in a lot of cases, a lot of pipe bands, you're not. You're just with a bunch of fucking people you don't like that much. I mean, maybe over there it's different. I don't know. I barely tolerate you. I got to put up with the rest of these idiots. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Well, yeah, and I mean, the only way you tolerate me is because I'm half in the bag or asleep most of the time. Right, exactly. So, so it helps. Oh. oh my goodness, that's fantastic! Thank you, uh, Big Papa. Please write in again, and we did uh, protect your privacy per your wishes. <laughs> that's actually an interesting point. So I, I uh, this was a uh, we and we get this sometimes from people who like you know can you not say my name on the air because I'm in a band that has like strict anti-social media policies, and if we speak up about anything, we're gonna get fucking sacked. Mm-hmm. It's a more common thing than I expected. So. If you were in a band that has those kinds of uh, policies in place, just say you want it to be anonymous. We'll still read it. We will. We'll protect your. Uh, we'll protect identities. Or if you're really a freak about it, you know, make a Gmail account. They're free, and then send it to us. Yeah, we've never added anybody except for like, uh, I think it was like Mary or Jamie. We kept outing. Or, well, I did, but I, I don't think they cared that much. Not, not too. <laughs> no, yeah, they weren't too concerned about it. No, but otherwise we've done a pretty good job of not being so drunk. Of not getting, not getting anybody total. Well, that's that's why we do this portion at the beginning of the show. Right. Because <laughs> we set up the show before. we're usually not hammed. <laughs> I hope those are the same thing that you're pouring into there. The okay. <laughs> Sounds like, did I just watch Fusco make his own blend? <laughs> <laughs> I blended Irish whiskey so, and scotch. Oh, it's a blended whiskey. Um, <laughs> all right. So our next email is from uh, Jock Van Dickface. Fusco, take it away. Jesus fucking Christ. Could you cunts tell the rest of the pipe band community to stop being snowflakes? So what if a band has a couple of pipers and her drummers from who the fuck cares? The pipe band season in the UK is four months long at best. Oh, I should mention that the, the subject line in this email was ringers. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that'll make that'll make this make more sense. Yeah. If you have the means and a band from the States, Canada, Australia, or New Zealand that is willing to let you join so you can play and compete longer, uh, longer than the May to August period, then go for it. If I had the time off from work and a band that wouldn't mind having me, I'd be in the first plane out of Scotland. Hey, man. We are a band that's willing to have you. Yep, come on Just down. So you know, he goes. We're not gonna. We're not gonna pay for your shit though. No, 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 we, no. Uh, no, no. We ain't got that kind of money. We're, we're, <laughs> we'll bev you up. We we'll, don't have Lone Star Piper money. Yeah, we'll bev you up when you get here. <laughs> oh, fuck me, really. <laughs> Uh, he knows I'm kidding. I love Jeremy. Anyway, you snowflakes just need to get fucking better. I'm tired of... <laughs> that's true. I'm tired of hearing recordings and watching videos of North American bands sucking balls. <laughs> Does no one <laughs> teach you guys how to tune pipes and drums? Is there no tutors in the States that can... Uh, five, you drum score? Can... What? 
Five U drum scores. Five U drum scores. T sound. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> you, you, don't. I'm assuming. Didn't they find invent you, this language? I'm assuming find you drum scores that don't sound like mass bands. Shit. Okay, to play at comps. Yeah. Rant over for now. John Jock von Dickface. I wonder if this is Jock Elliott just hiding his name. No, this is a, this is a different person. Oh, okay. Uh, hashtag one of the six. Hashtag F U Joe Brady. P.S. Congrats, boys, on keeping the podcast going for over 100 episodes. Um. Yeah, Jock. I agree. I don't know with what but I'm just going to agree because why not? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, we, <laughs> if the tables were turned and someone was like, Oh man, like, you know, if we weren't shit, people that wanted to fly us to go play with them, like we right. would totally do it. Oh yeah. In oh, a heartbeat. Yeah. Absolutely. The party is way cooler over there. Yeah, man. It's a good sesh. I mean, I can't understand a fucking word anybody's saying, especially <laughs> when they're drunk, but right. <laughs> and trying to navigate Glasgow without a phone, without phone services. Yeah. Or 2G phone. Let me tell you how, yeah. how well that worked walking home from that fucking. I like how you say with a 2G phone, that's all of the internet in fucking UK is well, that's 2G. True. That's <laughs> like, a good point. Might as well have a fucking, <laughs> might as well bring a fucking handheld radio. <laughs> me trying to walk back from that chick's dorm at like seven in the morning. with Just completely Google lost. Maps, like, yeah. This thing does not know which way north is. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting Fusco a compass for next time we go over. <laughs> I counted on my phone. It just was too fucking slow. I was telling, I was telling the story how after that I started writing on you with a Sharpie. Where I'd like write, if lo- if found, please return to. Oh. <laughs> and I'd put the fucking address. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, cool. Cheers, Jock. All right. Our next email is from Ross. Ross says, hey guys, I figured you lads had already seen this one, but I've been doing some back listening and just came across episodes where you introduced the wind try fail of the week. Figured this clip would have been listened to among the halcyon days of what the fuck of the week. Excellent use of the word halcyon. Uh, but according to my trips down Chenerant memory lane, it has not been wedding epic bagpipe malfunction on YouTube. Now, this is not the official fail of the week, I don't think. Not this week. No. But it is worth an honorable mention. I'm sh- I'm just pulling it up just to see what it was. And I'm he pretty says, sure we've used this. He says, good I'm luck, love the show, cheers, the tartan spartan, <clears throat> but my best friends call me arse. I might put this in the show notes, but everybody's seen this. That's It's the most classic of all fails, but I, we've never used it, and I'm, it's not going to be today's, but it's classic. It's fucking hysterical. Do you want to <laughs> you you give the people a little, a little taster? Well, it's so visual, but yeah, I could, I guess. Oh, wait. Describe describe what you're seeing as okay. you uh, So we're at a wedding, obviously. There's a guy standing there opening the doors for him to walk into the church. This has got to be, he's got glasses like he's from the 1980s, so who knows? It, it's it's got to be an old video. So <clears throat> he's about to walk in, so here we go. And boom, hits the bass drone right on the top as he walks in. The drone, pop, somebody the drone, pulls the drone yeah, off his like, back. He, he keeps going, tries to plug it back in. Oh, there's the bass. Oh, wait, now he's trying to tune. I mean, he gets a... He gets a hey, he job. stopped and went to fix it. Classic uh, visual clue that su- that the piper sucks is he's got a tartan bag cover. <laughs> oh, a- oh, 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 oh. Okay, hitting the door did not cause that high A. No, he was bad to begin with. Nobody's laughing. Like, there's a bunch of kids, like, they're watching. Oh, oh. God damn. Oh. And strangely enough, Fusco, what most people oh. don't realize, this bagpiper is sponsored by G1 Reads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, G1, where you can also sound like this wedding piper. <laughs> There's like people looking incredulously like through the door like, oh, what is happening like, What the fuck there? is going on? <laughs> oh, that he one is a classic. had to be a family member. That's why they let this happen. I hope. I don't know. Yeah, should don't we know. create, maybe, maybe we should do like a, because you know how you can do playlists on YouTube? Yes. Maybe we should do like a fails playlist where we just 
save them all. It's a public, have it be a public playlist where anyone can go and watch through all the fails. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> okay, Ozzy Osbrod, I know you're listening. Yeah, make no us, way we're going to get this done. Make a, <laughs> we need another spreadsheet. <laughs> we, we need all the fails, all the wins, and all the tries on YouTube, so we'll make it a playlist. Oh, yeah, that'll be the most amazing thing ever. Because we did some Facebook ones, so we won't be able to use those. But um, Okay, cool. Well, cheers. Uh, Spartan Tartan? Art Tartan Spartan? Tartan Spartan. Arse? Everyone calls him Arse, he says, so <laughs> Arse. Um, okay, so this next one was actually in the inbox <laughs> when I first opened this email. Was the headline of Masturbator Has Drink Spiked? I think I heard of this, but I, I did not. I don't. Fuck. I don't know. Tell me what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Okay. So this is a clip from the Sydney Morning Herald. Um, it's been floating around for a couple of years, but it popped up on. So it's so it's not uh, not recent. Um, let me see if I can pull this up high, high enough resolution for me to read it with my dead ass eyes. All right. And I like how I like the headline actually. Keen masturbator spikes own drink with ruhypnol. Keen. <laughs> is this a true story? This is, is this, this is from this is from a from a newspaper. Also, there's a photo of the guy, and the caption on the photo says "passionate masturbator on the prowl." So I don't this this can't be real. This isn't about me, is it? This can't be no. But we could Photoshop. It I am to a be. passionate masturbator. Yeah. <laughs> so it says Sydney Friday. A man describing himself as a passionate masturbator has admitted that he spiked his own drink with the drug ruhypnol in order to have his way with himself. The man told the police he deliberately set out to prey on his own company by slipping the potent sedative pill into his vodka and tonic while he wasn't looking. He said his plan from the outset was to take advantage of himself while his defenses were down. I was really on the hunt for some self-abuse, the man said. And when I saw this haughty bit of hand leaning on the bar, I slipped myself a Mickey. And the next thing I knew, I was taking myself back to my place. Police have described the man as one of several predatory masturbators currently operating in watering holes around the inner city of Sydney. In fact, it's fair to say it's Sydney, the most Sydney, that most Sydney bars are full of wankers, a police spokesman said. So this is fake. Oh, I was going to say, is this from The Onion? Because this is so this is good. <laughs> <laughs> but a keen masturbator. I liked that. I like that term. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I like passionate. I'm, I'm more of a passionate masturbator than keen, but, you know, whatever. Wait, what, what, wait what's the difference between passionate masturbator and... Keen masturbator. I don't know. Keen. Keen means nice. Well, or nice it could mean like you're like you're keen on it, right? Right? Like you, like you're keen on masturbating. Oh well, that's true too. I'm keen and passionate. I really go after it. You know what I mean? Like I, you you uh, you have a. <laughs> sometimes I stare myself in the eye. In the in take, the one eyed one eyed Willie, <laughs> take chances uh, sometimes that way. You might put an eye out. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I thought I, I just thought you were just standing in the mirror at your place, just like slow jerking. You know, <laughs> well I've done that. Just tugging, just tugging rope, <laughs> just slow, just and I, I I look at myself in the eye like, oh, you're so sexy. Just the slow pull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were just like, yeah, grab yeah. the balls, you fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not uh, far from the truth. Uh, finger my ass, you fat bearded whore. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me write that one down. What did you say? Finger my ass, you fat bearded whore. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're back. Um, okay. What does this have to do with backpacking? I don't know. I I, I just have no idea. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Okay, so um, so that's it for emails for now. We have another one, but we'll talk about it later um, because I think it's I think it's like our try or something of the week. I don't remember. Um, okay, so we got sent. Uh, so the up to the line guys are at it again. Yes, they are. Um, and I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about uh, being their unofficial hit squad. 
because they, they tend to, they've, they've developed a thing now where they'll send us links of stuff <laughs> they find while they're trying to produce their show. Right. That's just absolute dog shit. Things that piss them off. But yeah. They but, they, but they don't want to be mean because that's like not their, that's, that's no more show, man. It's not we're, thing anymore. Yeah, we're an educational <laughs> thing. We want to get everyone up to the fucking line, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so we have a, we have a, you know, we have a thread we talk to these guys, uh, cause it's, you know, it's a good session, mm-hmm. you know, us pipe band podcasters have to stick together except for the uh, pod band pipe guests. I guess we could put them in the thread. Should we add them to the thread? Might as well. Might, might as well, right? It'll be a good sesh. Dude, let's get all of us on. Let's all of us on one girls. on one thread? No, on one fucking show. We'll oh, all called my in. God. Can you imagine? That sounds like a, it's a logistical nightmare. Hmm. I'm I'm upset that I haven't been invited on their show. So, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I assume it's because I'm an asshole. <laughs> and you don't live in Arizona. <laughs> and I don't live in Arizona. Um, so, one, I want to talk about Up to the Line because uh, they, their second episode recently released. I have not listened to it yet. I have not Have either. you? No. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. Um, and it only took them a month. So that's pretty good. It's pretty good for them. From, from the Grace Note guys. That's pretty good to only, you know, only take a month but a podcast. My question is, if we had like a super fucking deep pocketed sponsor, like the buoy bagpipes, would we only have to do the show once a month? <laughs> Can you imagine how great that would be? Like how much work we put on this? Yeah. Nonsense? I mean like every week is such a pain in the ass. Hey, I could, we could talk about bagpipes. You're specialist in drone reads and bagpipes. We can do all that nonsense. Yeah, it's got a little, got a little phlegm stuck in your throat. You're having a hard time getting it out. Just say Akadabui, and it'll, <laughs> it'll go flying straight out. <laughs> all of a sudden, you'll breathe clearer. <clears throat> the, the true makers of balanced tone drone reads, Akadabui. <laughs> Sounds like something like Japanese. We should. <laughs> we should just. You know how we used to. We used to bleep out a certain name by. We'd cut in a little Voldemort clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do. We should do a clip where it's just. I got a buoy. <laughs> like well, every what time we, we use it for. Well, I, I would say probably YouTube because we. I don't think we are. I think YouTube changed their algorithm to where if you swear like in the first certain amount of time, you get demonetized faster. Well, we're so, not monetized anyway. It doesn't matter. Nah, we're not monetized. We don't give a fuck. We don't make money doing anything. This episode brought to you by patrons. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Chenerit. We'll read you all later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they sent us this link, this guy, uh, Rich Gordon, I guess is his name. Correct. And they wanted us to savage this dude. I think we should play it and then we'll talk about it. Oh, you want to play his little interview that they sent us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seems fair. Are you not trendy now, though? It just seems that there seems to be bagpipes everywhere, the red hot chili pipers all over the world. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I, I would certainly attribute the success of, of bagpipes today to is bands like uh, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. I think that um, there has been a stigma attached to the instrument for, for many years, that it's very much an old man's ex-military kind of instrument. But certainly the guys in the Red Hot Chili Pipers have done wonders to, to reinvigorate the, uh, the image of the pipes. And, uh, you know, I, I meet a lot of people now who say, oh, my, my child wants to learn because we saw the Red Hot Chili Pipers in concert. And certainly I get a lot of couples when I play at weddings, they're always asking for kind of modern tunes. They don't want the standard, you know, Scotland the Brave, Highland Cathedral kind of thing. They want things like uh, Avicii and, yeah. and things like that. Which they've certainly brought to prominence, haven't they, by doing uh, some of those routines. Yeah. 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 I mean, you talked there about, you know, it, this not being a trendy instrument when you were at school. Do you think cost was also a factor at that particular point that maybe, you know, a set of pipes was deemed to be extremely expensive, whereas, you know, a guitar, maybe a much cheaper commodity? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, even 25 years ago, a basic set of bagpipes was easily four or five times the price of a basic guitar, and that, that trend has only continued. Um, you know, it's not a cheap instrument to get involved in. And I think as well that there may have been a feeling of that it, you had to be a kind of a... a, a 
a specially chosen person to get access to it because it was a military instrument or it was offered through a pipe band and you had to kind of give that commitment. But, you know, I think that those barriers have come down somewhat. Is it not a fairly tricky instrument for a small child to pick up and learn? Um, I Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I suppose it can be. I mean, mercifully, you know, you don't start with the full instrument, so yeah. you're not expected to have... <laughs> All uh, that puff initially. Lungs of steel, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, certainly transitioning. Uh, some of the younger students that I've taught in my time, you know, they, they, they have struggled with it because they don't have the, the frame. Even with a smaller set of pipes, they don't have the frame or the stamina to... To, uh, to be able it's, to, it's, it's a workout, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and even as an adult, you know, if you don't play for two weeks, you know it. You notice it. It's like not running for two weeks. We know that well in our band. If you yeah, don't play for two weeks. I'm about to say because uh, <laughs> if, if we ever take a week off, then nobody plays. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So people lose their stamina. But so I'm a little confused. Okay, lay it on me, bro. They they sent this to us to savage this guy, right? Yeah. Now I went and dug a little deeper, and while I agree. He's not the best piper in the world by any means. No, I saw. I went to his. I went to his YouTube channel and watched some videos, and some rough spots. Yeah, he's rough, but he's not saying anything untrue. He's not saying anything that's technically incorrect. I mean, it's he's right. I I think the the comment he made, and I remember thinking this too when I first picked up the pipes. Like, I would have thought of the the reason I didn't think of pipe sooner is because it seemed like something you were chosen for. Like, it just never occurred to me to like, oh, it's just an instrument you can just go play it seemed really? bigger than that or more some more special. Uh, yeah I, I had a very different kind of opinion of that i think when i when i started it was less about you know uh this i always looked at it as an instrument you just learn and play but it was the act of like well how the fuck do you find where to start to learn to play especially back then like yeah. nowadays there's a lot more tools to find a teacher there's online teaching there's skype lessons Super there's easy now. there's things like the dojo <laughs> Piperstojo.com. slash Chinrant. Chinrant.com slash suckless. Get it right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was the, w- and it, you know, I was just very fortunate that there's a band where I grew up because I, and I grew up in a big city-ish. Well, I grew up in a decently sized metropolitan area. Sure. And the band was still very small. So I kind of lucked out that we even had a band. Otherwise I would have ended up learning from fucking service banders. Right. God help you. I mean, <laughs> but he, he says a couple other things. One, uh, what else does he say? Talks um, about the physicality of the instrument, which is true. It's not untrue. Kids yeah. do struggle. Um, he talks about, uh, what else? Um, oh, that people want modern tunes. I get that fucking all the time. That's not untrue. I get that request. Yeah. All, I always say no. Yeah, I'm about to say, I get, I get the request and I say, go fuck yourself. And I do think the Red Hot Chili Pipers have added to make it a more prominent instrument. I mean, to good or ill, but they yeah, have regardless. No, I, I think that they've, I think that they've contributed to the development because I mean you know an instrument is it's not sacred right like uh, <laughs> the first person the first yes. person to hear you ask. <laughs> yeah like the first person to hear uh, Tony Iommi do a guitar solo in Black Sabbath was like well that's not how guitar is supposed to be like right, it's true. supposed to be classical guitar or it's supposed to be this you know like or supposed to be blues guitar like I mean every instrument over the history of time you go back and it's someone saying well fuck you I'm going to do it like this correct that's true I mean, look at the shit that Lincoln Hilton does. Like that, you know, if if he was if he showed one of his competitions in nineteen fifty to somebody, they'd say, You're a fucking wanker, get out of here. Probably. You know what I mean? So I think that there's no wrong answers because it's kind of whatever you like to play. I mean Well, yeah, I mean, but I guess the point being 
the guy didn't say anything to me that was all that off the wall. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so either. And maybe they're just. I wonder why they're so upset about him. I mean, I know maybe why because he's upset. not that good of a player, and uh, he's still and he and he's like he's on the fucking BBC. Yeah, about like that's actual the show. thing. The thing that frustrates me <laughs> couldn't get Stuart Little to talk about this is uh, <laughs> well, I, I think that's a thing though. I think that um, the guys that are really the masters don't want to do this kind of shit. They don't well, want to too busy being good. Like they don't want to go on the BBC. <laughs> Probably too busy practicing. They don't want to start their own YouTube channel. But Inveri's on the BBC every year at New Year's. They do a whole fucking Hogman. Hogman yeah, thing. but but it's not an interview with Stuart Little. No, I mean the only people interview the, with us. Yeah, about to say the only people that get that kind of access are us because <laughs> we're so good. Because <laughs> we're so good. By the way, I got an interview with Rad Matheson. We'll talk about it later. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> I hear he's a fucking just a monster of a man. Hey, he's a great guy. He's really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think the thing that frustrates me is uh, you get this kind of middling level of player mm-hmm. that suddenly. Uh, Get and probably through and not not to knock them because they're obviously smart at doing what they do because they're making themselves popular enough to get get this kind of exposure as a an authority on the instrument you know and it's like dude but this guy this guy is decently good at playing he's just really good at promoting himself you know and I think that's one of the things that frustrates me about the whole issue is and I say that as a person who's very mediocre at playing, but good at promoting myself. Yes, you are. But I don't promote myself as like a great bagpiper. I promote myself as a f- guy who's great good at promoter. As a guy who's <laughs> get, good at getting drunk and making dick jokes. Like <laughs> you know, I, mean, I stick, I stay in my fucking lane when it comes to that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that's the frustrating thing to me. Is like okay, like but of all the fucking people, especially when you're in the fucking UK, of all the people you could have pulled or talked to that are so much fucking better than this guy. Right. Why not? And I went and watched his YouTube channel, and I saw, and I, I mean, like I said, I saw some okay piping, I saw some shit piping, I saw the kilted saxophonist thing that he does, which is very strange. I'm not familiar with, I didn't catch that, but okay. So, you know, I mean, the dude's got like fucking 500,000 views on some of his videos, so that's that's a major... That's impressive. It's a major success. I wish we had that. I've been doing this for a long time, I, I never had 500,000 <laughs> views mean, on one of my fucking videos. We don't have 500,000, we don't even have... 10% of that total. Yeah. Like if you combine all the shit, we've <laughs> all the made, shit we've ever done. Yeah. So, you know, kudos there, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, that's, it's an interesting kind of thing where I feel like that's, and it's probably not unique to, I mean, look at the fucking, the snake charmer bagpiper. She's got like a billion followers on YouTube and is very okay. <laughs> as far as playing is concerned, you know, is, is it possible to be very, very, very okay? Yeah. I'd say, I would say extra <laughs> medium. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, say that's, I'd say it's an extra medium musician, you know, like, but I mean, that, you know, she obviously collaborates with very creative people to make those videos and things that she does and succeeds. So, I mean, what the fuck am I? I'm sitting at my dining room table on a Friday afternoon drinking because I can't do that good stuff. Right. So we can't get a goddamn sponsorship and this guy. I can't, I can't get, BBC I can barely get fucking Pipers to show up to two practices in a row <laughs> or, or play the G's where there's G's and the A's where there are A's. Oh, so what the fuck, fuck do I know? You I know, know what obviously, I mean? Obviously we don't know anything. Obviously we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> We only know we only know what we don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm hoping for this year? Sidebar is that our drum corps carries us to to championships cuz they're, they're going to be good. Our drum corps is fucking banging, man. Like they're going to be so good. I I shit. I raked the goddamn <laughs> while you were out of town, I raked the pipers over the fucking coals over the drums. Cuz so? we had an we had a practice where it was like three pipes and three drums and that was all that was all it showed up. Yeah, but there's only three drums. And I well, yeah, four, I know. Four, and, four I was, and I was like, guys, the drummers are better than you. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, 
was like, six yeah. months, four I was like, months. I was like, these drummers have had this music for like six months and they're better than you. And you've had it for two years. Like the drummers are better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you don't believe me, but when you see the score sheet and piping that. is sixth and drumming is second, you know, I'm like, it's going to be fucking obvious that like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, guys, like a hundred percent. These guys are brand fucking new. Well, they're not new to drumming, just new to but us. But they're new to they're new to us, and it's new music to them. I'm like, yeah. and, and I'm Although like, Tim's new, and I'm like, guys, fucking drummers are better than you, yeah. like 100. I have zero doubt in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so sure about this, <laughs> and they're just looking at me like, you know, like just slack jawed. I'm like, guys, what do you want me to say? You've had two years to get better at this music than them, and you failed. <laughs> they got better. They got better at this music than you in six months. Maybe it's time for a change. Fire everyone. Start over. Well, there's that too. <laughs> I was thinking, me. I had a better. Quitting. I had a better idea. Uh, my Maybe. my my girlfriend's from Chicago, so uh, let's just we'll just move. Do we have to drink because you mention it now? Yeah, we do. Like we'll just move, uh, and I'll just go play with City of Chicago. <laughs> <my band. laughs> it's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they let us in. Like you guys have too much baggage tied to you. Um, hey, but, there's no such thing as uh, bad publicity. But I wonder if, I, seriously though, I wonder if like because we've had the same music for so long, be, people just stop caring and they stop trying. Where the drummers, it's new, so it's all new to them. You know, I think that whether it was new music or old, because we we've experimented with new music, right? Like we did the hornpipe slower thing, mm-hmm. and that was new and challenging and fun, mm-hmm. and nobody fucking did enough homework to play it well. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I right. feel so, like we've tested. Right, my, my theory is proven wrong. We've a b tested this. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. You know what the problem is? It's not that it's not that people got tired of the music because they've had it for so long and they're just bored and uninterested in the music. They're just bored and uninterested in learning how to play bagpipes well, <laughs> like at, at a competition. Apparently, level. they're bored and interested in life, <laughs> dude. <laughs> we get the biggest we get the biggest batch of fucking aside from a few outliners. We have the biggest ba- batch of fucking pandas that like just sit around all day and won't fuck to save their own species. I just wonder what they do at home, like when when they're. I don't know. Like, what do they do? I would like a, I'd like one of those Amazon cameras that are in your home, you know, and just spy on and hack it and spy on them. Yeah, and just be like, what, what, like, what's your day? What's your day like? What's your, because like I go, you sit down with your practice chair, what do you do? Like I go pretty hard all day, every day, and I don't practice. That's true. That's true, you don't. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm still busy all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm insanely busy all day. I, I actually want to practice. I'm, I want to get back into solos, and I'm like, I, I want to kill myself because I'm so fucking busy. Yeah. I, I got no time to go out and get laid, let alone fucking play the bagpipes. Dude, you got to get a girlfriend, man. It's great. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what Keegan tells me. He's like, just get a girlfriend. You get laid all the time. I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Fucking hell. Like, so, you get laid all the time and you only have to pay for every other dinner. It's amazing. That's great, man. Right now I'm paying for every goddamn dinner. <laughs> that's because every date's the first date to you. <laughs> I can't help it if they put out on the first date so quickly. It's, let's go. It is. You got it a is, face like this, they just want to suck your dick. It is financially more responsible in the long run for you to get a girlfriend because then you don't pay for every, because every date's not the first date. You know what I mean? So true, man. That's a great point. You're not looking at this. You're not look, You're not running the fucking numbers on this for a I former finance I used to be a financial guy. analyst, man. I should, I should have fucking thought this through. <laughs> Just think about how your margins would change oh if you had God. a girlfriend. I'd be rich right now yeah. if I had a girlfriend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, you pay for two out of three. You know, like it's still, it's not, still better than it's 100. It's still not 100%. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta get, get on the girlfriend trade, man. That's yeah, amazing. That's a good idea. All right, I, I'm going to reconsider this. I'm going to reevaluate. Yeah. Not only am I going to reevaluate the players in the band, but I'm going to reevaluate uh, my girlfriend status. Plus, you get to the point where you don't have to like be that impressive. You know, like 
like it's great. We're just like, oh, like everyone, we both worked like uh, 12, 10 hours today, 11 hours today. Do you want to just drink beer on the couch and watch a movie? Like, yeah, totally. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like if it's a, if it's a chick you're trying to impress to fuck. Yeah. You got to fucking go an hour in nonsense. Like, like Jesus I got to, I got to shave my balls. I got to fucking take a shower. I got to clean my house 17 times. You know, it's, it's oh, fucking, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Man. It's, it's nuts. All the whole, uh, clean my apartment. It's first date night in case she comes over kind of thing. I mean, it doesn't take me very long, obviously, but <laughs> it's, a, well, it's a small space and you're, small space. you're a fairly fast cleaner. Yeah. I've seen you, I've seen you scrub a hotel room I'm before all- we had to, before we had to torch it. <laughs> I'm also a fast masturbator as well. Before we had so to do, know. before we had to do the old chain around <laughs> checkout, which is where you just drop a Molotov in the place and leave, <laughs> and hope the DNA is all taken care of. Hashtag uh, chain around checkout. <laughs> That's a new one. Hold on, chain around. I'm gonna write that. Right. That's a possible yeah. the the chain around checkout. <laughs> chain around checkout. <laughs> you just fucking torched the place. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so moving right along. Let's, um, let's, eight, do, let's do nine first. You want to do nine then first? Then you, then okay. You can do eight. So, okay. So we've got a couple gifts while I was away. And the first one, I'm gonna, I'm, I know what it is because he gave it to me on the cruise. Okay. And this was a special gift from uh, one of the, hashtag one of the six, Craig Farley. Oh, dope. I love he, Craig. Uh, plays with Irish Pipers of San Francisco. Yeah. You, you would recognize them as the guys that are uh, consistently getting sixth and seventh. Yeah. And they were like a lot of pink. Yeah. I don't know. Pretty sure Craig's not gay. I don't know. He could be. I don't know. So this was for us when when I was on the cruise. You ready for this? I'm ready. It's gonna he wants I told him I'd put it on the wall somewhere. Okay. Close we'll, your find, eyes. we'll find a spot. Okay. Um, hold out your hand. This is gonna be something gross, isn't it? No, not at all. All right, you can look. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We got oh. one yellow flash each. We should shadow box these and just like... <laughs> we definitely should. Like have them hanging. Oh my goodness. Thank you very much, Craig. We finally have our own yellow flashes. I feel like we should just make whoever's playing the worst on the day. Wear them. Or oh. those will be the new uh, tiara of shame. Is Dude. Okay. Wear what if, head. What if we got like half dozen sets of yellow flashes mm-hmm. and as soon as we knew we were going to cut somebody from contest, they had to wear yellow flashes for the rest <laughs> of the day. You put a You just like... You just like, hand you them just hand flash. Them, you just be like... <laughs> and that's how they that's knew how they know that's how they knew that, that they're not playing oh my god that's a great idea oh is that too mean probably oh it's super mean but it's it's, it's pretty funny it's pretty fucking funny though right we got to be recording when we do it because otherwise we'll we'll miss a great opportunity here. like and then every like everywhere we go people will know that the guys in yellow flashes were the ones that got cut. i got a better idea have you ever seen the movie major league uh no really sports sports, sports movie, movie yes. yeah so anyway, did anybody did anybody get exploded or shot at in the movie? No. Then I didn't see it. But there's a concept, and I don't know if this is true in baseball, but it's a baseball movie. So when they're in spring training, when somebody gets cut, they have like this tag hanging, a red tag hanging in their locker, so they know they got to go see the coach and they're going to get cut. What if Just yellow we, we flash on to, the case? We, exactly. We go out to warm up, and whoever gets cut, they all have to keep their cases but closed, and then we go slip a yellow flash into their case. And then they come back and they know if they're cut or not. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should have them wear. Like we should just hand the yellow flashes. Like, sorry about that's that's ballsy though. I I like to surprise them. I want them to like go back and like, like just be like fucking <laughs> nervous. To open their pants. Case. Open their case. See, if there's yellow flashes in there. <laughs> Why do we? What are the, think what are the chances? What are the chances we have enough time on the date to have them go oh, back to their case? Well, we'll just use Angel because he won't be playing. We'll just yeah, have we'll him just have him go put him there. Yeah. 
because he won't be doing anything. So <laughs> we should get a set. We need to get a set for Angel for sure. <laughs> <laughs> permanent set. Just have his name embroidered on it. His for ass. Permanent. His ass is so goddamn cut. His his ass is permanently cut. I've said I've said it on there like fifteen times. I was like, I am cutting Angel from the first contest. I don't care what happens. <laughs> One last thing I want to say about Craig is one he uh, bought me a free drink at the uh, on the cruise because it was all free so it didn't matter but good dude but I looked him up because I had to look up his last name mm-hmm. and I looked him up on Facebook look at this I've got a comment on this who are oh, they no. oh no Craig Craig run Craig Please tell me your daughters are hitched. <laughs> look up Craig Farley on Facebook. Don't look up Craig. Don't stop. Don't, don't <laughs> encourage people to Facebook stalk. Do you have any idea who listens to this He's show? Got apparently four daughters that are quite attractive young ladies. And I would love to meet them when we go to Pleasanton. So Craig, uh, hook me up, brother. Uh, the daughters are all lovely ladies. And that's how Fusco, that's how our next <laughs> care package from Craig contained anthrax. Oh, that's great. Hey, it's not my fault. He's got good genes. Look at these broads. Fuck's sake, mate. Um, so oh anyway. my goodness! Well, thank you very much for the yellow flashes, Craig, and uh, apologies, uh, and also you know apologies for all the hate mail you're going to get from the members of the band that shall not be named when we implement the new <laughs> the yellow, yellow flash, flash policy. policy. <laughs> They're going to hate. It's just going to be like, uh, here you go. That's you today. <laughs> I love this idea. Do you think people would quit? And also, do you think it would make us better or worse if they did? Like I, I am going to force everyone into ha- a having fun mentality. And I'm just done with dealing with people's feelings. Yeah, but how's that fun? Because it's it's funny, right? Like if well, it was me, funny, it if it was fun. me, and I got yellow flash, I'd just be like, ah, "Fuck!" And I'd just put them on, and I would be I'd put them on, and just that would be me for the day. I'd go to the beer tent and get <laughs> shit faced because I got yellow flashed. You know, I can't wait to yellow flash Graham. We'll talk about that, but. Uh, <laughs> I'll have, to, I'll have the fucking tunes in two weeks. Well, I, I'm I'm going with this whole new philosophy of make the band bigger, and I don't care. I don't I don't want to lose people. Okay. That doesn't mean comp- compete. I just want them to be just want happy to be there. in the parade band. Well, and I've talked to people about that too. I'm like, if you don't want to actually put the work in to be a competitive band member, that's fine. But tell me, because I won't put the work in to teach you the com- competition music. Right. Like, just just play parade music and, yeah. be, and go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why, dri- why drive us and you nuts? But anyway. So, um, fantastic. Okay, so we got another gift package? Yeah, this is um, from Baggy McBagpipes. A.K.A. Super. Jimmy Bob Jangles. I'm going to let you open it because I've seen what's inside. Because I had to open it and make sure it wasn't a bomb. <laughs> or poison. <laughs> or poison or whatever. Yeah, but we, should, we, <laughs> we should probably stop like eating and drinking things people send us. We should. Absolutely should. Ooh. Ooh. Chocolate milk stout. Utter chaos. Cow puns. I, I don't know if it's from where he's from. I don't, I don't remember the context of why you sent this to us. This is from... Talisman Brewing Company, but I don't know where that is. Um, Northern Utah. Oh, he must be. He must be one of those uh, secret fans that won't say his real name. We've got some uh, rainbow shades. Those are for you, I'm sure. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> what else? Oh, another one. There's one for each of us, I suppose. Uplifted Scottish style ale, Ooh, also from Talisman. I like. Oh, I we're like gonna Scottish. we're gonna we're gonna do a little beer tasting of these. Are are these cool enough for you to drink? I don't mind. I like. I, I'm fine with uh, room temp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some garbage pale kids tongue destroyer green habanero hot sauce. So the Chinaran <laughs> hot sauce segments are coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> when we need to wake up. We're having a rough night, and we're just not ready. And nuclear meltdown. Is that like a watermelon melon flavored one? No. Oh, it's just a pink I, color no yeah, this is. Oh. Are these, are those, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> We got some Jerry Garcia ties. I, I don't understand this. There's probably he probably told me, but I I don't know why this is a thing. <laughs> Which we will uh, wear to Tartan Day. Yes, definitely. I'll wear those fuckers. Oh wait, are those new ch- new chicks? No, these are like weird, awkward family photo coasters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, another pair. Oh, I get oh, some too. Oh yeah, baby. They're tartan, aren't they? It's kind of like a weird rainbow tartan. An assortment of pins and stickers. Oh my goodness, look at these. You'll do fine as long as you play it right. <laughs> oh, this is the Garden Valley Pipe Band. Oh shit, I remember oh, this these is guys. Those fucking yeah, guys. I remember okay. these dudes. This is Zach's band. And then these two little sticky things. I'm not sure what those are. I'm All concerned right, this about might those. be that dude that wrote to us about like how much he's like Zach's best friend or something. Because this shit, look at this shit. Okay, look at this. Well, you saw that one. Oh, yeah. You, you got to show the camera. This is me in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then this is me in 1980, 1990. Oh, my God. <laughs> you weren't that chunky. No, I definitely wasn't. I, I am now, but not, not then. Oh, my God. My sisters look just like this. Jesus Christ. Oh, I didn't even see you wrote a letter to us. He did. Oh. Yeah, man. This is our dude. Okay. Is it him? Yeah, so he says, rant dudes, please accept the eclectic contents of this box as a showing of my grandiose gratitude to you for persevering and regularly providing me with, and at least five other people in this world, with regular top-notch entertainment. Find contained here within two Garden Valley pipe band pins, two poop stickers. Zach Lees used to write poop on anything he could, graffiti with these stickers in his memory. Of course Where we shall. poop stickers? I didn't see those. I think they're in, probably in there. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Two, you'll do fine as long as you play it right, pins. This is what Zach used to say to a person if they were nervous about competition. <laughs> Two pair of Garden Valley pipe and sunglasses, full UV protection. Two universal water traps. These were invented designed by Zach. Someday, after more development, they'll become available to the world. These are version 2.1. <laughs> Two Jerry Garcia neckties. So when... Two sinners repent and come into the T-Rex. You'll have some excellent neckwear for Sundays. Some coasters. <laughs> some local novelty beers. No idea if they're any good. <laughs> Additional notes. Poop. Zach wrote this on walls, cars, computer monitors, people, etc. And those of us who miss him continue to do so. Someday I hope to establish a bagpipe educational charity called Poop Power of One Person. Mm. I'll let you know if that ever comes to fruition. That's fucking awesome. Universal water traps. I've tested these in a lot of practice channers. They work in most, if not all. Here is a useful diagram. And oh, this, they're, they're this, practice channer water traps? Yeah, That's and this great. diagram is great. It is very useful, but it does look like a butt plug In like if you really zoom in on it. I need to see this. Like, Where do you put it? Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> From Piping Jim. Dude, that is amazing. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, we should definitely do a beer tasting. Maybe we'll do that after the break and get yeah, those we'll, set up. Yeah, we'll get some. We'll get some glasses and we'll do a beer tasting after the break. I like the glasses. We'll wear these to the Vegas games. I'm sure. Haps, absolutely, man. That's fucking phenomenal. And we got. I mean, at some point, we'll have to try some of these hot sauces oh, as well. That's happening. Just gonna that's happening. be some good old butthole burners. <laughs> okay, so before we go to the break, we had one more thing in our notes. Uh, number ten. That's you, buddy. Uh, oh. Oh. Have you listened to Big Rap lately? No. Okay, so not because I didn't want to, but because I haven't had time. Yeah, and no. I and I've been listening to I've actually been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan lately, which you'd think I already listened to, but I didn't normally listen to, and now I'm getting hooked yeah, he's on it. Great, yeah. yeah. So Big Rap, the one that I caught as a recommendation from Mary Queen of Legs, she suggested that I catch up on this one. Is Rab recently had his wife on? Really? Yeah. Just I think it was the last one he 
put out, I think. Mrs. Rad. Yeah. And it was, it was, well, I mean, once I skip past the first 75% of it where he did the news. Uh, <laughs> and of should course, we, and of course, the commercials. Should we? So we should suggest like a, a secondary product where if you're a patron, you get just the topic of the week. <laughs> we we cut his topic of the week out and just put it. No, 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 no. Because oh, I'm just because I'm a patron of the Big Rab Show. Oh, I see what you're saying. So for patrons only, he should do a post a second edit. That's just the. It's yeah, just the topic of the week. That's a great idea, Rab. You should get on that. So, <laughs> that would be awesome. So um, his wife is. Um, Lovely. She is fucking hysterical. Uh, and I learned so much about Rab in their interaction between the two of them. Really? It's fucking, it's so, great. So it's she's worth got a li- some actually interesting So it's worth a, worth a listen. It is worth a listen. Skip to about an hour 30 in and then just listen to the last 20 minutes. But uh, <laughs> he's, We're getting angry emails from Rab. Right <laughs> but it is hysterical to hear the story of them. They knew each other when they were like 15, 16 years old, got married. Oh my god! If you were not recording, we uh, our card got full at some point. I don't know when, so we're gonna have to pull from the stream. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay, well, are we recording on the stream? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's gonna make things messy. <clears throat> it will. So, um. Anyway. <laughs> so it's interesting to hear how they got married. How she was in pipe bands for two years just to hang out with him. And the one of the more interesting things that they talked about was he asked her for. a Advice for women involved with men in pipe bands. Uh, I've lost my... Lost there you my, go. There we go. So okay. advice for women involved with men in pipe and, bands. Yeah. And she said, uh, join or get out. <laughs> more like join the band join, or just like join the, the culture? Well, uh, culture too, because she she talks about like, um, you're going to end up holding a whole bunch of rain capes if you're not in the band. So you might as well be in the band uh, or like water bottles and shit. But it's really quite funny. Um, and she's she's like so different from Rab. It's so interesting to hear that he's with her. Not not in a bad way. Just It's just funny because she, she's very right to the point. And you know how he sort of he's so political. Yeah. Well, I think, but I mean, we've talked to, like we had we've had him on our show before. And he's not quite as political when he's, on, no, when he's not when he's know, with us. No, it's one of those things where when he's doing his show because of the restraints of his platform that he's kind of got to be, you know. Yeah, it's like Rab goes into Rab mode. Yeah. Well, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Like when he's in Rab mode, he's not in Rab mode. Like we've been uh, we've been trying to organize getting him and probably the guys from uh, now up to the line, I guess, not Grace Note, get them back on the show sometime soon. Yeah, and just because you know you can. People feel more free to let loose on our they show. Do, they do, yeah. Because the only people that Except are going to Joe Brady. Because the only people that are going to get in trouble are us. <laughs> exactly. We'll get in trouble. And for nobody and seconds. nobody seems to mind getting us in trouble, including ourselves. Like we, know. yeah, we don't give a shit. <laughs> so, anyway, I highly recommend it if you've uh, fallen off a rab a little bit lately. Jump back on. At least that one. Otherwise, I would ignore the rest. of Yeah, I'll show. give it. A, I'll give it a listen because I'm. Oh, a, and she I'm makes a, she makes a list joke, which is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> she says something about like. If Rab, if I didn't put, if I didn't put like chores on the, I said, the only way Rab does chores is if I put them on a list or something like that. <laughs> and he sort of stopped, hesitates <laughs> or something like that, but it's great. I'll check uh, that out. Okay, cool. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Rab, it was a good episode. I liked it. And uh, so uh, bring your wife on more. I think they should do a pair thing because. Are they pretty funny going back and forth? Back and forth. Like yeah. she's, she's, you know, typically Northern Irish. Well, that's hard, man. Like I still don't know how he does it. Cause do, like if I just had to sit here and rip a whole show Talk by myself yourself, for like, an hour, that's crazy. That he there's does that. no way I could do it. I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> yeah. Like I think, I think it's partially, I think it's like, I don't think it's scripted. I think it's like bullet pointed, mm-hmm. but still that's, that's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. 
All right, cool. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk to some of the people that are on the chat and the stream, and we'll be right back with episode 106. Pipe band life is not for everyone, and it doesn't always come at the right time. But with the Chanarant podcast at patreon.com slash Chanarant, you can be there at the right time for you and your loved ones. It happens to a lot of guys. You're not ready to pipe in as hard as the Chanarant guys do. But with patreon.com slash Chanarant, you too can be ready anytime, anywhere. And we are back. Thank you for everyone who stuck around during the live stream. And thank you for having a live stream since our audio recorder is full of memory and... <laughs> Thank God we actually produced this to YouTube. Yeah, I mean, just as, you know. Just keep an eye on that. Make sure that keeps happening. Backups for backups. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, Foucault. Uh, we've got some we got some tasty beers sent to us. Uh, I feel like we're, we should try those while we go through the, what, win, try, and fail of the week? Yeah, let's do that. Or do you do, what, we do fail, try, win? Is that the, is that the order you want to go? Uh, I don't remember. I'll just pick one. Okay, so this is the. We'll pick one and see what the audience thinks. This is. This is, is the, this the, win the uplifted. This is the uplifted uh, Scottish style ale from Talisman Brewing Company. Scottish style ale. Let me try this. You you can try if you want to drink it first, so you don't get the herps. It's quite. It's quite good. It doesn't taste like Scottish ale to me though. No, it's not very heavy. Usually, yeah. Scottish ale's uh, Scottish ale's a lot heavier. It's got more like, way more bitterness to it normally. Hmm. Not hops. It's not bad though. I can dig it. It's, yeah, it's more. Be better. It'd be better a little bit chilled. Is it malty? It's way. It's a little bit malty, malty. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It'd be better. It'd be a little bit better chilled, in my opinion, because um, it, it kind of tastes to me like that uh, kilt lifter that's been sitting out at the beer tent for too long because you didn't <laughs> drink it fast enough in Arizona. Right. <laughs> and this is the uh, utter chaos chocolate milk stout. I think that's probably up your up your alley. Okay. Do you do you feel the numbness? It numbs your tongue a little bit. A little bit. It's got like hot sauce in it or something. That's interesting. Either that or they poisoned it. <laughs> we didn't even take the check. Chanaran dies on air. Episode one hundred six. <laughs> oh, we need to get those. We need to get those little uh, straws that they invented, so that when you put it in your drink, it tells you if there's a if there's rehypnol in it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Why then we can. We then when we're that? then when we're drinking the beers, people send us. We'll know if we're going to get roofied on air. <laughs> All right, you ready? So I don't know which one this is, but we'll we'll figure it out as well. Okay, right. rip it.
fuck is that called, eh? No. Oh, it's got a similar feel. It's definitely a five point. Uh, yeah, I've right? heard it before. I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, it's four four. I was about to fucking throw my computer through the wall. <laughs> it was Golden Bay. <laughs> I thought it was Golden Bay first. Alright, so what do you think? Uh, so win, fail, or try? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking try. I mean, there were some good there's some good spots in there. There were some fuck some decently fuck sized fuck ups as well. Uh I like the drums. What did you like about the drums? Uh, I liked that they kept the same tempo throughout, despite the pipes core pipe course inability to keep the same <laughs> tempo throughout. I thought that was nice. I like the drums kept it simple. Yeah, they did not go out of their lane. Oh, you could all. hear you could hear the lead. You could <laughs> hear the lead kind of in those little bits before the before everybody else came in. So they had lead and chips, which is mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I thought the drums were steady. We <laughs> put it that way. They, they were. They didn't blow. In, they didn't blow my ass out, but they were steady. They didn't make me want to kill myself. No. Uh, <laughs> and then the piping had some good moments, but just a lot of like unison problems. Like unison problems. Uh, a couple mistakes. Mistakes. Yeah. Some Dr- honkers. Little, little drone uh, variation. Some drone issues. Uh, I would say the more than anything, unison was an issue. Uh, mm-hmm. The drones were for. I mean, I don't think it was all in tune, but no. But uh, this is. Um, I, I'm going to say this is the. Tri- this is definitely a try of the week. Um, and the reason that is is because this guy's actually a patron. So oh, I'm gonna really? Get, I'm going to upgrade him to try the week. <laughs> oh, so he paid his five dollars went five to dollars upgrading himself from from fail to from try fail to try. Hey, you know you can't you, you can't just like it's pay Vegas. Your way in it's Vegas, baby. Hey. You tip your way into this. You know what I'm saying? But this is uh this is uh, our buddy Killian's uh, band from the Grand Rapids District. Oh band. shit, that's awesome. And. Uh, I do appreciate the way in the first slow air, whatever the fuck tune they were playing, that they waited to do the harmonies until like halfway through the yeah. second part. They really waited. And they, they created some drama by waiting for it. Yeah. And then suddenly there it was. You're like, because most pipe banners figure I would say that you, part, uh, harmonies. I would say that they waited harmonies. until everyone was super fucking bored and then they added harmonies. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait. Oh, something's happening. Oh, I should start listening again because there's a different thing. And it's a slower set, so I, I mean, it says the name of the tunes. I don't recognize these, but hey, hey, uh, you know what? Good, good try, good job, man. Yeah. Good All try. right, so uh, so are we on to the what? Is this the fail coming up next? Yeah, we should probably go to the fail. <laughs> you got you remember we do the win last. It's got to wash right. the wash the wash, wash the taste out of our mouth of whatever the fail is. Wash that fail right out of my ears. Hold on, let's play a game with this. Sorry, I forgot to mention. The person who sent this, us, sent this to us said, how many clues this dude plays in a service band? Okay.
And I can't see him, but I'm already up to five. I'm doing the visuals. You're doing the audio. Oh god, there's I'm, more. I'm, I'm, yeah, this goes on I wanted I'm to hear a cutoff. Is there a cutoff somewhere I, I could listen hoping, to? But let me see if it like looks like an obvious. Because I'm, I'm assuming the cutoff's gonna be shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> and I was right. Look at that. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh my goodness! What a surprise! The cutoff was shit. Oh my god! So let's go through. You give me a, an audio clue that he used, and I'll give you a visual. Okay, so the first audio clue I had obviously was just tuning. The Channer and drones were not tuned to the same pitch. Uh, that's an obvious one. Um, well, let me go visual. Okay, go back and forth. He's got a turnout uh, bagpipe cover. Oh, fuck me, running. Okay, well that would have been a very obvious clue it's if I'd reflective. seen it. It's yeah. very reflective. Uh, my second one was the run in Scotland the Brave. Instead of doing very service bandy there, very round run. Two, he's got one of those god awful green Balmorals on. Okay, three high A, just fucking flatter in Kansas, just absolute dog shit. So didn't tune his channel at all. So service band. He's got epaulets on his. He's wearing a white shirt with a kilt, but epaulets, but with like some sort of like actual thing on it mm-hmm. so he's got For actual no he's actually some kind of like rank thing or no it looks like a rank thing but, but it's probably fake it's right fake. It can't it's be, gotta yeah. be yeah there's no way that looks there's no nothing reality about that simplified versions of the tunes no embellishments really it was all simple grace notes and taps not burls and doublings yeah plus wicked crossing noises there. wicked crossing noises that was one of mine as well yeah <laughs> Um, shit cut off, uh, yep, shit <laughs> which, cut off. which I waited for because I'm like I, mean, I know it's coming like I could tell by the playing that it's going to be a shit cut off <laughs> this is funny this is one last thing about the visual part of this that Easter egg back to uh, Bill the Bill Caswell episode where we talked about what could you learn from uh, pipe band like from, from each other yeah and this is a good part what Bill talked about is like this guy is not even close to marching in time oh really not even close oh wow and he must be a firefighter. I assume he's a firefighter, police, something or other, because he's got a turnout fucking back It's got to be fire if it's turnout back That's what right? I would yeah. assume, but obviously the paramilitary stuff did not sink in. <laughs> well, we talked about that in a, in a separate conversation after we did that Kirk and the Tartan gig, and, I was, and we talked about, uh, he was so surprised. We were talking about maintenance and how, like, bagpipe maintenance is real shit in service bands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that surprises me because you would think that every other aspect of their day, they have to, like, really, really carefully maintain... Everything, their equipment, their trucks, their oxygen masks, like all this shit has to be like in perfect working order for them to do their job right. And then the bagpipes are just like, hey, just fucking chuck it in the box. It'll be fine. Like, wait, what? Work next St. Patrick's Day when I pull it out. Yeah, again. when I pull it out in six months, I'm sure it'll be okay. Like, that was an interesting, interesting dichotomy there. Um, yeah, that's a fail. That's a definitely a fail. Definitely a fail. So, uh, whoever you are, go fuck yourself. So, how do we wash? How do we wash the fail away? All right. So we have. I hope you know more about this than I. But we have the the hot koala fundraiser. Oh yeah. So the fundraiser, I actually don't understand fully. I'm gonna have to get some. I'm gonna have to get some. Uh, 
clarity on that because it has these like different levels of fundraising that James who wrote hot koala is like willing to send people like hard copies of the music and other perks and things. But I have no idea how he's intending to actually collect this funds or what's going on there. He sent us like an email, but I don't know. Is that, if you want just to tell people the email address, like what? I don't know how that works. And so until I understand it more, uh, let's just play the fucking, let's just play the fucking clip. (laughs) So he wrote this tune, hot koala and he has a version with harmonies. It's really good. Like there's thirds in there too. There's, I think so. God damn, dude! It's a banger. busy for my taste but it's it's close it's pretty cool i think he's on to something but yeah i mean it depends on how you scale it right like the thirds were a little too much i think it's so i think the way that that's actually done i think it's one doubled first firsts maybe then a third and a a four uh harmony and a third anyone wants some music for it he sent us to us so we can which is pretty it's pretty fucking awesome the only the only thing is because it's in i think that's all in bagpipe writer it sounds like how is it fuck uh, that would be terrible. So oh, you mean the way you played it back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think I think he just played it back to us in bagpipe writer. So you can't like really do dynamics because like if you did if you did it with six players and only one was doing yeah. the third, one was doing the harmonies, one was doing the thirds. I think it would balance a lot better. But that, I mean that's a pretty fucking dope tune, man. Well, if there's anything that anybody knows about balance, you obviously do because you gave Stuart, uh, not Stuart, uh, what's his name. Uh, Stephen McWhorter advice on drums yeah. and balance, and, and, and it yeah. worked out for them. So, yeah, and uh, and Andy, I gave Andy Adams uh, <laughs> some advice as well. That's true. So that's, that's true. Yeah, and, yeah. and he took it and he uh, did nothing. Uh, promptly threw it in the trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took it and said, uh, "Here's how you're. Sp- here's how they're supposed to be fucking playing it. If they're not playing it this way, it's not my fault." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which was fair. That's fair criticism. Do we, were we supposed to say the name of the guy that did the... Did we say his name? I don't remember. Uh, James. James, yeah. yeah. So if you're interested in donating to this hot Koala Fund, I don't know what the fuck... Yeah, once we figure out how the hell it it's supposed to work... <laughs> well, let us know. And we appreciate him trying to do the, something. He's trying to do something. He's trying to do something. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the More big thing, More than we right? ever did. Like, the big thing is everyone's everyone just kind of does nothing. Rab does raises money for kids with cancer. Still the worst name we, of all time. We, wait, we raise money for hot koalas. Hot koalas. <laughs> Through other people who actually also do the is work. that is that going to be the new term that we use uh, to describe uh, sexy Australian? Ooh. Is we'll we'll just be like, man, she's a she's a pretty hot koala. She's a hot koala. <laughs> <laughs> that koala's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the flames licking that koala? Like back? her to like her to climb my eucalyptus, if gonna, you know what I mean. I'm gonna put out the flames on that koala's back, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so top my cum, people. You yeah, get it? It's a jizz joke. All right, jizz joke. Come on. Hashtag jizz jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so on to the topic of the week. Mr. Andy Fusco, you just got back from the Dojo U cruise where you tore apart 50 people's pipes all week and didn't teach them anything while dodging the coronavirus and getting drunk. Exactly. Tell us all about it. Let me tell you. What, you want to know the most important thing I learned <laughs> on the cruise this year? Do you? And you, and you sure, yeah, okay, yeah. Good. Yes, and come on, motherfucker. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I would. I learned that the French strain of herpes kills the coronavirus. Really? I was immune. I could do whatever I wanted because you got French herpes. I do. 
before you were on the ship or while you were on the ship? Oh, no, no. I've had it for years. Had it for years. Yeah. Okay. So any of those women out there uh, who've been with me in the last few years. You're immune to coronavirus. You are now immune. <laughs> Think about it positively. You're, you're immune to coronavirus, <laughs> but you also have HPV. <laughs> Hey, so, we all do at this point. I mean, so really. you take the good with the bad, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like, You don't need those fallopian tubes anyway. Uh, so anyway, no, actually, but seriously. So so tell us what happened because we saw, I saw the story on like piping press or whatever where they talked about how the cruise got delayed, right? Correct. So we were on the news and everything. Uh, Carl and Andrew and Rab were brilliant masterminds of the, of the uh, media, thanks to Keegan, of course, who had a list of every media outlet in the fucking country. Because he's a genius, but uh, essentially what happened was so you you guys you guys pivoted and leveraged this into we definitely did uh, into a plus. It worked out brilliantly actually, and I, and I have a clip of it. So <laughs> so what happened is we get there on a Thursday. Everybody basically arrives to a thir- Newark, goddamn New Jersey, northern New Jersey in the fucking winter time. There's in, at the airport hotel. We're all at an airport hotel. Mm-hmm. There's nothing near us. We get a message from that. Newark, Newark, New Jersey, also known as Baghdad Light. <laughs> That's exactly correct. <laughs> it's like a, a whole lot of Middle Eastern people, if you know what I mean. And, por- and amazing Portuguese restaurants. But anyway, um, we get there and the ship coming in, the ship that we're going to get on, but it's landing that day to let everybody else off that Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Somebody, three people on that ship sus- are suspected to have coronavirus. Okay. So they tell us like, you can't get on the ship on Friday. We need to, we're, we're doing a whole thing. Top down. CDC is involved. Oh yeah, man. They're, they're testing people. They're cleaning the entire ship from like. Stem to stern, baby. Crazy, right? So like you can't get on on Friday and we're like, fucking hell. So what do we do? So Saturday comes, can't get on the ship. They're like, uh, maybe Sunday. So then they tell us it's definitely not going to be Sunday. It's going to be Monday, right? So we're all sitting in a hotel. Like people are like fucking starting to lose their minds. Like what? Is it going to happen? Is it not? What do we do? Do we go home? What do we do? So finally Saturday, like late Saturday, they let us know. Um, To be fair, the company, Royal Caribbean, was amazing. They were... Did they 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 put you guys up? They put us up. They paid for all the hotels. For everybody on the ship, everybody was was stranded, right? That was my first question was, did they put everybody up? And then also my other question was, did that push the end date back as well? No, it did not. Okay. So that's, that's where the issue comes in. So, but they were really cool about it. They, they were, they really let us know what was going on. They gave people like unbelievable deals, and I'll tell you that in a second. But also, but they also um, they paid for all the hotels. They no question, right? Not even not even hesitation. So <clears throat> Saturday, they tell us, all right, we're not going to leave until Monday. We're not getting on the ship till Monday. We're like fucking hell. And so, you guys all came in so on Friday, all, right? Yeah, we came in. No, we were there on Thursday. Oh shit, we were going to plan and get on the ship on Friday, and then start and teaching then, on and Saturday. Then teach on Saturday, right? So now it's Saturday, and we haven't done anything yet. And we're like, fuck, this is going to fuck it. We don't know what to do. And, right? so and, people, and people like, paid. People paid. Yeah, absolutely. They paid for the cruise. They paid for the teaching. Right. So then Andrew's like, all right, try to find a way to get us like a like a conference room in a hotel, and we'll just start teaching. Now we'll just start and see yeah. we'll see where this goes. So we did that. We started teaching on Sunday. Uh, Sunday we did like a half day or whatever teaching on Sunday in one of the hotels. But the other thing that happened was we didn't know where we were going. So on Sunday, like half halfway into our teaching class, they, they shoot out messages saying, we're going to let you guys get on the ship tonight. Essentially, they didn't want to pay for hotels anymore, probably. Yeah. Like, they're on the ship been, tonight, but we're, we're still colossal. not leaving until Monday, but you can on, stay on the, on the ship. We were, everybody's like, woohoo, now it's time. Now we're ready to party. food, bevs. <laughs> yeah, nah, food's ca- taken care of. At this point, like, we got to, now we're paying for everything. We're paying for hotels. Well, not, they're covering that, but food, ho- drinks, whatever. Yeah. You know, every night. And you guys had all gotten packages and shit to, Correct. Co- to cover your food and Absolutely. your drinks. And- yeah, all that shit's covered when you're on a cruise, right? So, 
anyway, we get on on a Sunday. They end up taking off on money, but they had to change the entire itinerary. So instead of going to the Bahamas, we go to Bermuda, which is equivalent to like roughly North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the weather's not as nice. It's not as warm. I mean, it's still 70s. It's still fucking nice compared to most people that are yeah. in the Northeast. But it's not like I didn't go in the ocean. Like, fucking water was cold. <laughs> like, we definitely did not Your dick can only shrink so much. Right. <laughs> I only got so much room to lose. Before before you need a plunger <laughs> to get it back out again. But to be fair, so the, the the other part of that was that the dojo, when we find out we got stranded a little bit on, like, Saturday, they we started, like, figuring out, like, how are we going to turn this into a positive? Keegan, who used to be involved in politics and knows all the stations, all the news stations and stuff, sent us a list of stations. Carl wrote up a press release. We started sending it out to everybody. The fucking news, sh- we're going to do a, um, yep. what do you call it? Um, flash mob. Flash mob in the yeah, hotel. That's the way to do it, man. And we I would have, all, we I would have the, said the exact same thing. I'm like, we're turning this into a parade. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. So they called the news, like three or four stations showed up. We did this flash mob. We, and I'm, I have a little bit of a clip of it. I'll play it for you. And uh, we just turned it into a positive. People were super happy. Hey, let's, these students love to play. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't, let's just go play in a hotel lobby. That's all it was. And drink at the bar. Okay. We'll have a good time. And that's what we did. So um, making the best of a bad situation yeah. is part of pipe and life, man. Absolutely. So then I think this might've been Friday night, actually. Now I think about it. So then Saturday comes and another news station shows up and we're like, Oh, we heard about this, but we couldn't come out last night. Are you guys going to do it again tonight? Like, no, but, but they interviewed people anyway. So nice. <laughs> so it turned into this whole thing. Um, it was, it was quite good. And then of course we get on boat and we just go to Bermuda and do the classes. Do the like normal we always do. thing. And everybody was pretty much happy. So we couldn't really complain. So, um, so here's a little bit of the Dojo Cruise band, if you will. Okay. In the lobby of the hotel. I don't even know. I haven't listened to this yet. So Dojo and District Pipes and Drums. Right. <laughs> Andrew's right there. So hopefully his, his channel filming, filming us. So apparently it's on repeat. But so that's essentially us playing in the lobby. There's Rap nice, Madison and Andrew Douglas standing right next to each other um, and a bunch of newscasters. So they turned it into awesome. positive. It was pretty fun. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Hey man, you just gotta fucking you gotta, make it work. Man. You gotta make make fucking lemonade. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> cool. By so making lemonade, do you mean pissing your pants? Did you piss your pants when you were drunk? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Probably a couple times. Yeah. So what are some we'll, notable we'll what are some notable quotables uh, from the Dojo U cruise, the Dojo Ronavirus cruise, twenty twenty? <laughs> Uh, I was blacked out most of the time, so I don't remember much. <laughs> especially, especially when you were teaching. <laughs> especially that, yeah. No, but uh, memorables, uh, I think just that everybody had a good time. They made the best fit. It was really cool to see the students especially turn turn it positive because it could really have gone down a hole, and it mm-hmm. didn't. Um, and people just were super like adjustable, which was nice. That's kind of like, I mean... Unlike most pipe bands, I people were adjustable. Yeah, I don't think you could have gotten away with that with any other crowd of people, because especially like dojo folks, because they're so used to trying to like bend over backwards to just make it work and you know try to get the lessons that they're trying to get and whatever mm-hmm. you know they don't they don't i don't feel like they feel entitled which is crazy to me because they all pay into the system but they, they really don't. i've never gotten a sense of entitlement from like a dojo student person they're always just like happy to learn and happy to be there and you know kind of there for the sesh i would say that's mostly true yeah 95 percent of the time yeah that's probably right so and that's definitely what it turned out to be so it turned out to be pretty good and in the meantime, I was able to get some great clips of Rab. Oh, really? Matson? Yeah. I got some clips of everybody, but some people won't let us use them. Okay. So. 
<laughs> who so, changed their so mind what, after the fact. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of wisdom are, are we gonna be privy to? So I've got so much of stuff that Rab said. So I think we're gonna break this up over some episodes, and we'll just do a new. So we, got, we, we have a new segment. What called, What does Rabby say? What does Rab think about whatever this topic <laughs> yeah. is that we'll just. Rab, what does Rab Matson say? But I do have. Where are we at in time? We uh, don't even know, do we? Yeah, we we're we're pretty far in. We're a little, we're over an hour. Uh, we're about an hour twenty now. So if you pull out the break, like that's like ten minutes. So maybe an hour ten. Okay, so we got a little time then. Um, so I think what I'll do is I'll I'll give some highlights of Rab. Because do you know who he is? By the way, never met him. Okay. Well, I mean, but do you know, are you aware of him? Nah, he's a guy. Okay, so Rab yeah. Matheson is the pipe major of or former pipe major of shots. Oh, okay, um, shit. From Dope. like. Fuck, like roughly 1992-ish to 2006. Or so he's old balls. Yeah, he's old. He, well, <laughs> wait, no, he's not old. He's, uh, but he's, he's, he, and he's won numerous world titles. He's like Jim Kilpatrick's best friend. The two of them stick together forever. Um, and he's, he's just seen and done it all. And now he's a judge for RSPBA in the worlds. He, he's judged the Very great worlds and stuff. So but he's a funny ass guy. He's got great stories. Uh, he's not like above it all by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's just funny dude. So just to give you a little history, he talks about a lot. Uh, the first thing I'm going to play is the question more or less is Carl asked him, did your parents teach you the pipes and sort of like where he came from, from a piping perspective. Keep in mind, this is uh there's a lot of background noise. So bear with me. Yeah, no worries. Um, so here we go. Here's uh rab talking about, did your parents teach you the pipes? Nobody in the family played pipes. I went to lessons for the practice chanter not knowing it was a pipe. Like, ooh, this is a nice flute. The chanter class was on a different night from the pipe band. And there was one of the guys in my class at school who brought the chanter into school at end of term when you can bring games and stuff in, you know. They brought this in, I had to go to it, I thought, I'll go to this. And I was there for a few months before I knew it was pipe. Oh, yeah, there, there would have been about 45 in the class. And I, I, they took me along, and Johnny Barnes was the instructor, and he says, no, he says, come back next week. There'll be four or five thrown out that's not going to make it. So I had to go back a few times before I got in. But when you were taught then, there was none of this, uh, we'll teach you a tune without the grace notes. You've got the scale, the scale with grace notes, and then you've got the barrel. And you run the barrel anything between two to six weeks. And if you never mastered the barrel, you were told not to use it. So you still shouldn't be piping. When I was younger, I could, I could play one. Yeah, he'd just been tuned. If you can't play a barrel, there's no point going down your fall. So don't come back. So no matter. So how old were you? Twelve. You'd, you'd be called a viralist if you did that nowadays. Twelve. Yeah. We ended up having a, a novice band from that class of seven pipers plus him. <laughs> Uh, and, and they won all the championships and novice three juvenile and one juvenile as well and I think five became grade one pipe majors out of seven who were the others and you put it on the shelf again David Barnes yeah. Gordon Stafford so one little Jimmy Drummond Stevie Young wow I was booking a juvenile 
So that's where I'm talking about sort of how we started. Dude, that's awesome, yeah. Right? I, I, like, I like a uh, slightly intoxicated Doogie coming in. You'll be called Burlist now. <laughs> yeah, he like we're sitting in a circle. Hashtag Burlist. And I'm just recording everything. And every once in a while, Andrew was like, all right, shut this off because I'm about to say something controversial. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, dude, just don't say anything. I just want to get rad telling stories. So, <laughs> so, and then uh, Andrew also had told some funny stories, and we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, so we've got we've got some bits that we can kind of uh, drag out when we oh absolutely but, but except Andrew won't let us use his bits but that's okay <laughs> Doogie 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 so we, do we need to have him just back on live so we, I mean we we should and then I don't know I don't know he's going through some things he he doesn't know what to put out on the air right now like, yeah is is he is he concerned <laughs> is he concerned about the the liberal media coming after him I think so I don't I don't I have no idea <laughs> but um so. Uh, so anyway, just to establish a basis of Rab, right? So we learned when he was 12. Uh, th- what do you think about that, the way you used to teach, where they like teach the scale, teach some grace note scale, and then burl, and if you can't do it, you're out. Just I'm okay with this, but I'm a, I'm a pretty harsh human being. Yeah, this is, in, like nowadays, that's not the method. But I mean, well, and also, then, you know, if I had an abundance of students, if I had 50 students. You had like 40 people, you said, in that group. Or yeah, something. if I have 40 students and I can pare it down to 10, then I can be a lot more harsh, right? Like, yeah. if, if I've got one and they're 75 years old and I got, there's nothing else I can do about it, like, you know, you just got to kind of, I like, I think I, I changed my paradigm when it comes to uh, solo lessons when we had Callum, when we had Callum and uh, Hoinicke on. And he, I thought he said a thing that really resonated with me where he's like, yeah, I have some students where I know they're never going to play in a band. So I just try to make goals for them that are attainable. And if you just want to have a tune, we'll have a tune. And yeah, exactly. And that, that kind of, that kind of shifted my paradigm on solo lessons. Cause I had some students that I had intercepted when I tried to take over teaching and I'm still trying to do my best at it, but I'm not doing a great job. <laughs> uh, where I was just like, you're never going to fucking play in the band. So why am I wasting my time with you? And I realize now that, there's, you know, like not everybody's going to play in the band. Right. I, I think that's an important. And I would also say that we have had people before in the band that were never really going to make it in the band that should have never gone to that, that kind of modality. They should have just always stuck with solo lessons and solo playing. Yeah. We, we probably made mistakes in that, in that aspect. We were, we were, we had tunnel vision. I mean, we still do to we some extent. Everybody in the band, no matter what. Yeah. Like we had tunnel vision. We, we were up against a crisis, you know, of mm-hmm. a crisis of numbers. We still are. When it comes to pipes, True. you know, like, so I think that that ma- it makes sense. I mean, hindsight being 20 fucking 20, I can see, I can see why we made the choices we made, but I would do things differently. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so here's another clip of Rab talking about the method of teaching back then, which I find interesting. And then he's going to tell a funny story. Well, I was quite slow in the practice chat at all. It wasn't necessarily slow. The, the method of teaching, I was in the practice channel for almost two years before you got pipes. That was just the method of teaching you. It was a long, long journey before you got a tune. Uh, and he just wouldn't give you a tune until you knew the embellishments. But nowadays, you wouldn't get away with that nowadays with kids because look at that. Uh, their attention span isn't there or the focus. There's too many options of things they could be doing you, you would lose them if you don't Everybody get the money in melody I don't think it was a better system I think it was probably more applicable for its time 
But it's no, you're getting kids who want to play melody because they're, they're more musically educated anyway than we were. Yeah. A lot of the redneck friends I have are like. But we we spend weeks learning how to read the music. But it's nowadays kids, by the time they pick up the practice centre, very often have a fair idea of how to read music generally, just from school educational music. Marty's wedding. It was always Marty's wedding. The tunes that you learned then was uh, Marty's wedding, Tori, Terry Bus, and Cory Hoyle. <laughs> Terry Bus. What have you been calling it? Allowing their family members to become successful. How would you say? Terribus. And the other ones was Liberty and So he talks about, and that's the thing I got caught up on. The Terry bus. Terry bus. I'm like, wait. It's the bus with all the terrorists on it. I was like thinking when he said it, like, what is it? Oh, I know that tune. Terribus. Directs them sclounces. But it's interesting that how they talk about. You don't get a tune for he. He said two years. That's yeah. That's too. That's I, crazy. That's a, I don't think you can keep someone on the hook that long. You Not know, now. Like, no, for sure. Back then they had. Well, I mean, they're fucking goddamn. He could go to. He could go to practice chair practice, or he could fucking till the fucking field. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, what were their options? I don't know. <laughs> he could he go he go to chair <laughs> practice go practice, rocks or he could go he could go uh, chisel the rocks into round shapes, put on the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I don't know what year I don't know what year this was, but <laughs> I mean, what were they doing back uh, then? Yeah, that's true. So it was. I think it's, it's interesting. Um, man, I mean, I feel like we go. I feel like we go even more into kind of like some of the different teaching things because we do talk about teaching things. But I feel like it'd make more sense if we could get someone. I mean, I would love to get him on the show. Oh, it's oh, it's. I don't of, think it's outside the realm of possibility. No, I don't think so either. And just kind of hear about some of the different teaching things because we've talked about a lot of different methods on the show. Mm-hmm. I just want to beat people with socks full of rocks. I mean, that that is an option. I mean, you know, that's, that's option J as we call it. <laughs> <laughs> option Josh. Option J is violence. <laughs> option F is they have to sit in a room with you while you shit your pants for an hour and a half. <laughs> that's another great idea. Put them in the box, boss. In the box. <laughs> uh, well, I gotta say, man, it's good to have you back. I'm glad we're kind of uh, back to form for good old Channer McRanner as as we do. Uh, and it's, it's and good with, to be back, kind of. Except now we got to go back to work. Yeah, well, we got to go back to work, and you know, we got some, we got some, in, we got some good things coming. I think for the Channer and audience, I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised. But uh, Fusco, with that in mind, you know. Now that you're back in town, you've uh, successfully escaped the coronavirus due to your French herpes. Uh, any final thoughts for this episode? Mm. Aside from hoping that we're able to pull the audio from the live stream? I certainly hope, because otherwise this is all going to go to hell. And we just got to post the video public. And Might just as well. Yeah, just call it. Thing. Let that be the thing. Um, my final thoughts are this is thanks to the cruise, we now, we now have a new bit which will kill some time in the next... I'd say three to four weeks as I play a little bit of Assuming, Rab's interview over the next. Well, I'll whatever. say it was going to be a bit that was all in this episode, but you didn't have time to edit it, right? Oh no, I edited a bunch of it. Oh, okay, perfect. So I just have a bunch of clips ready to go. Also, I feel but like I just figured let's just spread them out because he's got some good stories and let's just use it. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> Rab Rab's corner. Yeah, Rab's corner for the next four weeks of him. He's got some good stuff, and he's he tells some. Great it's a stories. different Rab. I realize how this will be confusing to yeah, people. Not Rab Matheson. Lennox. Yeah, Rab Matheson tells some great stories about Jim Kilpatrick and shitting. And I tell you what, 
you need to hear that story. So I'm excited next time. Yeah, <laughs> tune in. Tune in to episode 107. Jim Kilpatrick and shitting <laughs> here on the January podcast. Uh, that's fantastic. It's good. To, it's good to have you back. Um, I feel like we should probably try some of this hot sauce, right? Oh, we gotta do it. That's yeah. the way to go out. Yeah. For- well, and then uh, the only other thing that I would say that I've learned from this episode. Oh, sweet jumping Jesus! It's, it's tasty. It's not that bad. It's not horrible. It's not as hot as that alu gobi that fucking Leo had the other night. Oh, that should be That was crazy. But, uh, yeah, my other... Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about that. That's okay. My, my, my only other thing that I've realized is i got to figure out how to get myself on the dojo cruise <laughs> just, to, just to be a wallflower, just to fucking record and make content because there's so much shit going on. Oh, my God, dude. There's so much. So I gotta figure out how to get myself there with a camera and an audio recorder. Andrew would never let you post any of the nonsense, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be contingent, right? Like, maybe I would go for, like, you only got a mess. Maybe you only pay me for, like, the dojo content that I record. But part of it is you gotta let me record some CR content as well. Let that you go know? out, too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe extra. I feel like we can work this out. He's a, he's a smart guy. <laughs> He is a he, he understands the power of good marketing. He's he's a smart dude, and uh, you know he I've <laughs> I've played within his rules before. You know, like so he he knows that I'm amenable. It could I, be done. I don't go I don't go off reservation when I'm <laughs> when I'm explicitly asked not to. It could be done. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's do that. Let's see if we can make that happen. All right. Well, good to have you back, Fusco. Thank you everyone who tuned in for this episode uh, on the live stream. And uh, yeah, it's, we'll see you guys next week for uh, Jim Kilpatrick and shitting stories on episode 107. Cheers. Later. Fusco, I'm going to go ahead and play us out. And then I jump in. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Work, workshopping stuff for the concert. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what the show is. Do you want to try that again? Start over. Do you want a second, a second take of that? How let's many times go, through the first part? Uh, just, let's just go right into it. We'll just do normal. Okay. Yeah. One.